way up in the air, say, uh, 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 uh. Throw your baby arms way up in the air, say, uh, 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 hey. Uh, uh, Man, they should let us throw parties. What's up? What's happening? Chilling. Sick. Thur. Late AF episode today. Hey, come on. We've been working hard out here, huh? Nah, I'm not saying we haven't. I'm Cut just, me I'm some just, slack, yeah. I'm just saying, Ryan, I got to get a run in still tonight. Do you? I got inspired last week. Did you? I signed my goofy ass up for a, a running thing. Oh, Jesus. You want to join me? Probably not. What are you doing September 21st? Uh, preparing you're for... Not, you're not busy around then, are you? Yeah, preparing for uh, <laughs> a pretty going? big life event within five days of got that. Got anything going on that week? Six days of that? Seven days of that? I do. I do have some things going on that week. All what, right. What are you doing, bud? Running a half. Oh, shit. Let's go. Oh. Let's go. Well, and now I know... If that, I don't, you know, die in the process of training of, for Of trying I to might, run a half? Yeah, yeah. What, um, you know, this probably isn't the right question to ask. Oh, I, now it is. Why? <laughs> <laughs> Why um, did you do that? I'm not good at like routine, mm. which is an important part of like being any amount of fit. Sure. So I'm trying to like force a little routine. Got it. So the hard rest deadline are, for yourself. Yeah. And like a plan to get to a, like an actual specific goal yep walk it actionable steps or whatnot sure like by this time i gotta be able to run this Mm -hmm. many miles this time i gotta be Mm -hmm. able to run this many miles okay Mm -hmm. because like a lot of the rest of my schedule is like uh, stuff happens all the time but not in like a real predictable way yeah just do what do what you do and i gotta like really prioritize a thing if it's going to be a new thing and it's going to get done what uh where is this half theodore worth Oh, is it through the park? Mm, no, it's actually sponsored by Surly. Oh, it's a beer run. Uh, sure. Sounds like there's going to be beer at the beginning and the end. There may be. Maybe some in the middle. Sounds like a horrible idea. Oh, I've heard people do it. I mean... It's like, speaking of our running episode from last week, uh, you just you got to get calories in you, man. What's better, what's better not, empty uh, calories than beer? Wow, that's the... Hi- w- hydration plus <laughs> calories equals fitness. <laughs> It's the worst idea I've ever heard. I'm good at this. <laughs> Heck. Um, all right, man. Well, I feel like now... <laughs> For a second, I thought you were going to say, well, RIP, man. <laughs> well, God bless. Uh, I feel I like... you don't dicker. I, I feel like now that... Um, and actually, I got to... I'm getting dickered on this one. I got to gotta look it up really quick. If anybody wants to like show up and, and scream rayisms through... Uh, through megaphones at me? Yeah. That would probably be helpful. You're going to do her. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm going to do her. Was, uh, what was the website that that guy created for us? Was it kinspencerdunkyet.com? Oh, well, also, I figured it can't hurt, right? It, it, can, it could help. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But what was that you website, can't, You can't be, like, super fat and run 13 miles. I mean, true. <laughs> I think <laughs> that's true. I'm going to try mm. and be on the right side of that equation. KenSpencerDunk.com and KenSpencerDunkYet.com both don't load. So I'm either getting it wrong or that or person was more like, than a year. That person was like, <laughs> Spencer's not going to dunk. That, that joke started more than a year ago and he was not renewing that shit. He, he was like, 
he he made it so that you could have the hope of one day seeing a green yes on that site instead of a red no, and then he was like, "All hope is now lost." <laughs> he is she not back real quick. <laughs> she went back. You know I mean? We're not keeping this alive. The question has been answered. It's okay. All right. I believe well, in myself, even if Bigfoot does. Should I should I buy Ken Spencer Run dot com? <laughs> <laughs> Has Spencer passed? And- <laughs> Has well, he perished.biz? Well, just can Spencer, <laughs> Spencer perish.biz. I'm going to, I think we're going to do can Spencer run.biz. And Fuck then no. it's going to be no all the way until you successfully complete the half marathon. The, the and then it will be, one. and all then right. it will be yes. Sweet. And I'll give you guys weekly updates. We'll make, we'll, I did five yesterday. I felt okay. That's pretty good. Yeah. If five, if you did five, you didn't stop, you didn't, you didn't mm. walk, nothing. You it wasn't especially straight. fast or anything, but oh, yeah, but I mean, come on, man, you're already halfway there. My that, half marathon's not going to be especially fast either. That's, that's just fine. Also, that's terrible math. Five is not half of 13. Oh, right. Cause it's 13. <laughs> I was thinking 11. Mm. Yeah. No. Cause it's 26.2. Not. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll you're, get you're, there. you're over a third. Let's, let's say that. Why are you being so lazy, my boy? <laughs> Come on, man. Are you saying you're being lazy for how far you're running uh-huh. or I'm being lazy for no, my bad well, math? Both. <laughs> it applies to both equally. Yes, and. Yes, and. Want to talk about some weird shit in a faraway land called Russia? Sure, man. Should we? Do we have any voicemails to play this week? Should we? T- should mm, we uh... I mean, I know we've gotten a bunch. I haven't prepped or and by that i mean listen to any of them you want a couple of random ones i don't know it sounds like it's it seems like it's always fun want to want to right. indulge the folks Let's that be calling in telling us fun things it's uh, uh for those that don't know yet it's 612-246-4614 you can leave us a message you can make fun of us you can give us a show suggestion uh if you leave your number sometimes we'll randomly call people back and just fuck with you and leave a voicemail whatever you want to do um, this one looks weird, and then there's a lot of shit censored. Here we go. That sounds like a ride. What's up, boys? It's uh, Alfie X from Texas. I subscribed to your Patreon a little while ago. Thank you. Uh, Welcome. Man, Thank I you. Tell you what, I'm loving the Patreon episodes. They are absolutely fantastic. Tight. You guys didn't know this was going to be an ad, but it's an ad apparently. Thank you. <laughs> All right, I'm a couple of beers deep. Uh, Hell yeah. I was going to say, right, FDR, man. Not FDR. Fuck, what is it, FDR? God damn it, I heard it not... Like the president? Not two minutes ago. This is ridiculous. Uh, FDR or president of his ilk, you know, the old 1940s, 30s, 20s, whichever one. One of those presidents, man, he saw a fucking UFO, dude. Oh. He submitted a report. Too like he he just like on record that president saw UFOs. So I think that shit's pretty cool. That is pretty. Uh, cool. I gotta tell you, I love the intro beats. It's fantastic. Uh, really hyping myself up on this voice, man. Yeah, that's about it, boys. Uh, talk to you later. Keep up the good shit. Later. Hey, no. thanks, player. Carter had a UFO sighting, didn't he? I don't know. Is that who he's talking I, I about? I believe. I mean, that's not the same era. That is not of the same ilk. But. I'm fairly certain Carter has like a, well, not documented, but he is on the record saying he's seen a UFO. Tight. I don't know about any earlier presidents. I don't either. We're going to need more details. Because when was, when was FDR president? Oh, come on, man. <laughs> come on, man. Uh, what, don't are, ask, are we talking like... Don't ask me things you know I don't know the answer to. Uh, was he... No. He was pre-World War II, right? Yes. Or was he during World War II? Mm, he died in f- 1945. Is that when the war ended? 
Served as the 32nd president of the United States from 33 until he died in 45. So that, yeah, it couldn't have Wait, been. Wait, he served as president for 12 years? I thought you weren't allowed to do that. After him. Oh, was he the last one? I think he was the only one, but I think term limits were established post-Roosevelt. Damn. They're like, look, man, this guy would have been president until he died. We're lucky he only died. He did died. die. No, I know. That's what I'm saying. That's why they did it after him, because they were like, look. He only he only made it twelve years, but if he had lived longer, oh right, right, he would have been president till he died. Wait, what? Didn't he die in forty five? Yes, that's what I'm saying. Is they're like it's a good thing he died in forty five. That's the only thing that kept him to a term limit Got is it. because he died. So they're saying I we understand. have to establish term limits, or he would have just kept on living and kept on being president. Right, right. So the term limit is you can have the is is the law you can have a third one but we kill you at the end of it. Is that what you're saying? Oh, that's interesting. That if could you be want an a third rule. one, you have to off yourself on day 365 <laughs> of year four. It's a it's a trade. Okay, <laughs> it's a trade. <laughs> we got to make sure you really believe in your cause. Washington's two-term limit became the unwritten rule for all presidents until 1940. In 1940, FDR won a third term. Roosevelt was the first and only president to serve more than two terms, and the amendment was passed by Congress in 1947 and was ratified by the states on February 27th. February? February. February. What I say? February. So that would have been entirely pre-UFO in pop culture era, though. Facts. So it probably wasn't him. FDR, UFO. Mm? Mm. Look, well, while you're at it, will you type uh, Jimmy Carter UFO into your Googler to see if I was maybe sort of on the right track? James Carter UFO. <laughs> oh, Jimmy Carter UFO incident has its own Wikipedia page. Sick. That's pretty dope. So maybe that's who you're thinking of, and you were just a few decades off. Uh, otherwise, I don't. I'm not familiar with other presidents with like on the record UFO sightings. Reported seeing an unidentified flying object while uh, while at Leary, Georgia, in 1969, while serving as governor of Georgia, Carter was asked to file a report of the sighting by the International UFO Bureau in Oklahoma City, which he did in September of '73. Huh. All right, four years later. He, he fucking meant it. You got another voicemail? Hey, boys. It's what if correspondent Rob Christopherson, and I just have to say, after watching Bob Lazar on Joe Rogan, oh, geez. I, um, I firmly feel like we are now the electronic caterpillar that will become the butterfly. Um, you know, I feel transcended. I'm, I'm lying. I don't know what the fuck I just watched. I am... Um, <laughs> I'm struggling here. I'm struggling. Uh, apparently, you know, government documents are real, according to Jeremy Corbell, because he's just the number one goddamn fucking source on this shit. And uh, uh, Bob Lazar has migraines up the ass. I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm flabbergasted. But uh, It sounded like he said... Did he say migraines of the ass? <laughs> he said, Those are called hemorrhoids. I, I think he said out the ass as an expression of many of them, but migraines of the ass, A. Google says migraines up the ass. Oh, my, maybe he said up the ass. He does sort of have his head up his own ass. Bob Lazar? Mm-hmm. Or, okay. All of the above. Or Jer- Jeremy Curbs. Jeremy Curbs. Uh, my, also, migraines of the ass, put it on the list. You know, I'm definitely feeling that electronic caterpillar vibe. So just thought I'd call in and, uh, yeah, say that. 
Thanks, Rob. Thanks, Rob. Love you. Hope you're not disturbed. Have, you, have you listened to slash watched it yet? Do you know mm. what he's talking about with the um, electronic caterpillar bit? No, we talked about this on the Patreon last week, uh, but I have not actually watched or listened to the episode of he, Joe Rogan. The last 20 or 30 minutes goes sort of off the rails and they just talk oh, about- Oh, just the last 20 or 30 minutes, well, eh? <laughs> off the rails in terms of they stop talking about Bob Lazar's story and just start talking about other weird shit oh. with Bob Lazar. And he starts talking about electronic caterpillars and butterflies. And I think Bob got a little too deckered by the end. He was definitely drinking during that episode. Because that's what you do when you have a migraine, migraine so severe you can barely speak. You just use liquor. Maybe, uh, maybe he was smoking that Elon Musk weed. Maybe. Ryan... Do we need to address it? Uh, we certainly you see what's can. on my screen right now. Spe- speaking of Jer- Jeremy Corbell, so <laughs> y'all quantum jujitsu <laughs> put it on the list. Uh, also, an outcome of that interview that uh, Bob Lazar and Jeremy Corbell did on Joe Rogan was who found it? Who found the video? Jimmy two times hooked us up with this. Thank you, Jimmy. Uh, Jimmy- can I? Can I order this whole DVD set with our Patreon money? Is it a literal DVD yes. set? Yes. I mean... Can we learn the ways of Sensei Corbell? What's the... Uh, sensei? Sensei. What's the What's the legality of us just ordering the DVD set and then sampling it? Setting on, like, them on fire? Everything that we do. Just to prove... Just to make a point. I mean... Oh my god, this is... If you don't turn this down... This... <laughs> Motherfucking alien. Sensei Jeremy Corbell Quantum Jujitsu. You guys have to. <laughs> hey Ryan, you ever lim- you like Limp Biscuit? I hate you so much right now. I can't even. Keep rolling, 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 rolling. What? Yo, he is beating people up in the church, man, and that <laughs> is so wild to me. Yo, I will flip you in the house of God. Let me explain. If for those Sensei of you who Corbell. have not seen this. Jeremy Corbell, uh, fucking paranormal movie director, also refers to himself as professional goofy ass Sensei Corbell or Sensei Jeremy. I can't remember which Sensei one. Sensei Corbell, and has a fucking highlights video where he is like just straight up beating people up in a circle of guys in like white jujitsu suits, and it's like it it's, like it's the greatest thing I've ever seen. It straight up looks like something out of Tim and Eric awesome show. Great job. Or like mm-hmm. some sort of like parody mm-hmm. sketch show, but it's not, it's a thing that this guy actually made and he's actually proud of. And he actually wants you to spend money on. And that and I'm actually going to, and that sounds like a pretty <laughs> good descriptor for everything that that guy does. Yes. It seems like a joke. It's terrible. He charges money for it. And he's and Spen- deadly serious about and he's it. He's deadly serious about it. And he it. will get my $14. And Spencer will still every pay time. him for it. <laughs> every time. Oh, boy. Uh, All we, right. we might as well. We should move on. We should move on. I'll just reference it really quick because it was referenced. For those of you who are new, uh, we do a second episode of this show every single week. And you yeah, can. Voicemail guy hyped it up already. I know. I'm just saying. Uh, if you go to patreon.com slash what if podcast, it's just five bucks a month and you get an extra episode every week plus our back catalog of 65 episodes you've never heard before. Lake Baikal is the world's largest freshwater lake. I have an H1 in my notes in all caps that just says, Lake Baikal is fucking huge. <laughs> it's the first and only thought I had. Damn, that boy big. Uh, how crazy is that, man? How big it is? You want some stats? It, it I- contains 23% of the world's fresh surface water. 
Isn't that crazy? That's too much. That's it's too much. Let us hold some. Uh, if okay, wait. This is a stat that I read, and I don't know if it's true or not, but it seemed true because it came from one of the Baikal like articles. Uh, if every person in the world spent 500 liters of water per day, the available capacity of Lake Baikal would last humanity for 40 years. Hell yeah. <laughs> it is larger That's crazy. than all of the Great Lakes combined for our North American friends. Yes, but just in uh, just in volume, not in... Not surface area. Not in surface area. That boy deep. That boy deep. Uh, not in surface area, not in shoreline, but just in the amount of water that it contains. It, it contains 5,670 cubic miles of water. That's fucking crazy. And at the deepest point is 5,387 feet. Or for our non-American friends, 1,642 meters. That's crazy. The average depth is uh, 2,442 feet, which is the equivalent of 744 meters. So it's yeah. it, it basically averages about a half a mile deep throughout the entirety of this big-ass fucking lake. Hell yeah. Um, There's a lot of weird shit in it, and it's really old. Yes, it is 20, well, you'll get different estimates, but the estimates I saw were 25 to 30 million years old, the lake is. So, that just means there's been water in that location for 25 to 30 million years? I guess. Or like that, that because it's a rift, right? Like, isn't it still getting deeper? Uh, Yes. So that rift formed... 25 million years ago and then it, it started filling up how do you measure that though i don't fucking know do you measure it by I like i don't even really understand what a rift lake is yeah i, mean, I can kind of like infer what the way i understand means. it is that there's like tectonic plates that are slowly separating right and there is water that is flowing into where it is separating it's which like is... the opposite of mount everest oh Everest, the two plates are running into each other. It and gets the, a little bit higher and the every land's year. going up. Yeah, These yeah, ones yeah. are going the opposite this way. It's getting a little down. bit lower every year. Yes. Mm-hmm. Soon um, we're going to start getting like those inner earth creatures finding their way into the bottom of the lake. I mean, they might already be there, my friend. Speaking the, of. the the the, Hang on. I just have a few more crazy stats for you. Just to give you a picture how fucking huge this thing underwater is. Underwater aliens. It's 397 miles long or 640 kilometers long. Mm-hmm. So if you were able to, once it's frozen over in the wintertime, just drive from end to end at 60 miles an hour, it would take you like, what, six mi- six hours to get across this thing? How many miles did you say? Uh, 397. Yeah, something like that. Ish. Mm-hmm. Six-ish hours to drive across this entire lake or along the side of it. It's maximum width, so at its widest point, it's 49 miles wide. It's a lot. And at the uh, minimum, it's it's 16 miles wide. The average width of the whole lake is 29 miles across. All those things are the numbers we said times 0.6 for our non-American friends. Yes. <laughs> uh, also, it is bigger in square footage than the entire country of Belgium. Hmm. So that boy's small. So if everybody <laughs> wanted, everybody in Belgium wanted to live in houseboats, they could all successfully do that. <laughs> If we converted all those people into seals, they would have a place to live. They would have a great place to stay. Did you know um, there are freshwater seals in that lake? I did know there are freshwater seals. Did you know that there were freshwater seals on this earth? Because I didn't until uh, the other day. Aren't they the only freshwater seals on this earth? Probably. They've got like ton. How many is it? It's like uh, more than 3,000 species 
that only exist in that lake? Is it? I think it's 3,000 total, but I think the endemic list is shorter than that. It's like 1,800. No, they're, well, what I, the information I have is 3,700 species in slash around Lake Baikal, and 80% of them are endemic. Damn. That's crazy. I guess that could be crazy. wrong. I, I don't have that specific thing sourced in my notes. Um, I'm trying to find I, mine. I think that's probably Wikipedia, but I don't know where that's sourced. No, you're right. You're right. That is the number I have. I'm just fucked up. Um, so yeah. more, than, more than 3,000 species that only exist there. Which is crazy. That I I read in a couple of different or, places yeah. that they refer to it as the Galapagos Islands of water because it's so self-contained and there are so many things that only are there because of how self-contained it is Spe- speaking of there we should we should uh we should clarify where there is uh southeastish russia yeah south south central southeast russia it's near the mongolian border uh and for any of you uh risk players it's near Irkutsk. 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 yeah mm. I thought that was a fake place only on a risk board until recently. Turns out. It's a real place, and it's near Lake Baikal. Uh, Russians refer to it as the Sacred Sea, Mm. and uh, it attracts over 500,000 tourists per year. Also attracts bears. There are bears that live there. In the lake? Well, around it. Water bears? Yeah. Backstroking bears. Just. They got wolves. (laughs) Wolves. Wolves is you. You you look like you're about to die trying to get that one out. Wolves is those two are fucked. Don't hurt yourself, buddy. Don't hurt yourself. Sometimes when we a little behind the curtain when we do two episodes in a row, that yeah, the, the lips, the tip of the teeth, the tongue, the lips, and there are two episodes that like I really was psyched about and prepped a lot for. Yep, and then. Sometimes my mouth stops working, but my brain wants to get a bunch of stuff out. Yeah. Because like, there's, there's a lot here. Because wolves are cool. Wolves are cool. They got sables. Did you know that sables are animals and that they're really cute? <laughs> what the fuck is a sable? It's a is spe- that a real thing? It's a species of marten. Yeah. You can't just say look another this, word that's not a word. Look at this little buddy. It's like, a, it's like a tree puppy. Oh, <laughs> he is like a tree puppy. Bark, bark. Bork. Put in a tree. Oh my god, that's amazing. Um, Martins, uh, they're like little little mammal guys. Um, subfamily, a word I can't pronounce. Family, uh, another thing I can't pronounce. Cool. Little uh, little small mammal guys with bushy tails and uh, retractile claws, they're like Wolverine. I'm jealous, man. But they live in trees and they're cute. They'll eat your face. Um, do they live on the islands on Lake Baikal? Cause there are islands in Lake Baikal, which I also did not know. They might. It seems like they like trees, so maybe not. Um, there, cause, cause trees can't be on islands. I don't, there, there are 27, <sighs> well, there are 27 <laughs> islands Sit a few out. in Lake Baikal. Um, uh, 27 total, mostly uninhabited, which I couldn't find more information on, but I was really excited to try to find more information Inhabited, on. uninhabited by humans, right? That was correct. That was my question. Okay. But I, but I don't, when they said mostly uninhabited islands, what you told me in that was there are some people who live on the islands well, on Lake Baikal. Yeah. I guess inhabited almost always means by humans. Right. 
Yeah. That's my understanding of it. Right. But I could not find more information about the people who live on the islands mm. inside of the biggest body of water in the world. It sounds like a weird existence. I also don't understand how if this lake is on average half a mile deep, what is the landmass that is an island? Huh? How does enough land mass from the bottom of a one one to one or one to a half mile deep lake crop up to create an island? I don't know, man. Earth's pretty weird. I mean, Earth is pretty weird. I'm just saying that landmass has to be so deep and so deeply carved on both sides. Yeah. To be able to support an island all the way up at the surface of it. I mean, I guess it could be like closer to the shoreline, but I don't know. I found that fascinating. Should we talk about all the weird shit that probably isn't real, but it's fun to talk about? <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I think before we dive into like the exacts of the stories, I think it's worth kind of saying what uh, what may be obvious at this point, but a lot of people... Damn, that boy big! That's what you meant, right? That was not... That was not... Okay. In conclusion of all of our stat listing here... All right, see you next week. That's a big fucking lake, y'all. Have a we good one. Um no, I I think it's I think it's worth stating at this point that it's pretty obvious that a lake that is so massive and so isolated and has so many weird, unique, like truly unique, like you, exclusively unique to this place species involved in it, uh, the lake itself is I don't know what you call it. It's the inception point for a lot of. Uh, rumor and conde- conjecture and like no, it's, it's cause storytelling and no, 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 no. It's because it's full of aliens and monsters. <laughs> oh, okay. That's why those stories are oh, there. Oh, right, 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 yeah. right, right. Um, no, but there's there is as far back as we can sort of tell. There is you know stories about Lake Baikal, and there is lore that goes back to. Um, very, very early times in the Siberian area. So, yeah, I think part of that is just like this lake is very old and it's been there for, you know, way longer than humans have been around. And yes. there have been humans around it for a very long time. Right. As well. So, 800, you got 800 year old trees that are on the shores of Lake Baikal. That's really old. That's fucking crazy. That's real old. Mm hmm. Um, we got to read an ad. Is this a good time to do it? Sure, let's do it. Okay. Do you have our ad copy handy? Uh, <laughs> okay. Pro shit, pro shit, pro shit. <laughs> Motherfucker can't put me on blast like that. He's nah, like, we should okay. read an ad. Do you got the ad? I mean, but do you though? Well, I, I'm pulling it up right now. <laughs> now that I got shotgun. I, I, I think I could probably remember it by now. Well. Go to Stitcher Premium. And check out a bunch of cool shows and a bunch of exclusive shows to Stitcher Premium. Um, I recently, this as in like two days ago, discovered Hello from the Magic Tavern, which is a podcast that has existed for like four years and has hundreds of episodes. Hello from the Magic Tavern? And it's fucking lit, and I'm excited that there are hundreds of episodes of it that I've never heard before. Our show is on there. Uh, part two of that crazy ass Boogie Monster podcast with Ryan Singer talking about crystals and Bigfoots. Whoa! That I mentioned last week. Part I'm, two I is out that. there now. Um, but yeah, if you go to Stitcher Premium, sign up using the promo code What, as in W H A T. What? And you will get a free month of Stitcher Premium on us. Yeah, it's Stitcher Premium. Uh, StitcherPremium.com. 
just to just to double clarify, stitcherpremium.com. Uh, yeah, it's it's a full free month to listen to shit. If you don't like it or you're not having fun with the content or the episodes, or whatever, and you can always cancel. Fuck but off. Yeah, you can say thanks, but no thanks, Stitcher Premium. But if you like it, um, you get a free month of it and uh, a whole bunch of free cool content. So go check it out. It helps out the podcast for what it's worth. If y'all, a lot of y'all been looking for ways to support the show, um, even if you don't stick around with it and you just want to test it out, it helps the podcast if you do go sign up for it for a month. So he means we get paid. Yeah. So and then we can go do dumb shit and tell you guys about it, which we are wants to do. So yeah, StitcherPremium.com. Use the promo code what get your free month. Check it out. Let us know what you think and uh, help us out. I've had my eye on some Bigfoot CDs. Oh, Jeebus. I need about $17.99 for some Bigfoot tapes. You might hear more about that soon, y'all. Spencer's Bigfoot tapes. <laughs> get, get out of there. blog spot. Get out of there, Shawnee. Get away from my old Bigfoot tapes. I apologize. They're close to my heart, son. All right, Ryan. Do you want lake monsters, UFOs, or murdered by underwater aliens? I was going to start with the ice circles, so I don't know. Where you, where do you want to go? Tell them about the ice circles, I guess. You don't like the ice circles because they're not as fun as your Murdered by underwater aliens, <laughs> and you want to start with ice circles. You're like, there was a right answer here. <laughs> People and died. And you didn't pick it. People perished. Okay, let's go. Let's go all the way, man. Let's right. full send. I, just, need, I need at least a half an hour on this. Just so. going to send it. The people murdered by aliens? Yeah. Oh, Jesus. We've never talked about Christ. alien murder on the show, and we're on episode 100 and something. 109 bajillion. 100 and enough to be talking about <laughs> murdered aliens. Murdering, murder you know, us aliens. You know, actually, that is worth pausing to say. In all of the stories we have come across, there is no report. Until now. Until now. And you wanted to talk about of someone circles. Being murdered by an alien. There's so many circles all the time. Why is that? That there are so many circles? It's a that useful nobody shape. nobody said he got murdered by an alien. It mostly has to do with the wheel. There's enough dead people in the world that someone would have well, been yeah, like, can't tell us he what got murdered them. by an alien. I mean, something that we talked about one last week, actually, or two weeks ago. Somebody got murdered by an alien? Yeah, the brown stinky guys touched the dude to death. Oh, <laughs> boy, that sounds <laughs> so, so terrible. That could not possibly sound worse than it does. Also, so, you're right. We, we've been... Uh, I wrote some copy for a promo for our show. Mm. <laughs> nope. <laughs> and I put nope. <laughs> I put in the copy that uh, there were brown stinky aliens from Brazil. And and, and the person fair, who had to read this copy thankfully read that and was like, you know, that line doesn't sound quite right. Yeah. I'm gonna go ahead and assume that it's okay for me to edit it. And for that. I thank you. To be fair, all of the adjectives used are the exact adjectives used by the people who had that experience in that by story. By the Brazilians who were touched to death by them. Yes. yes. Well, <laughs> yes. I mean, not those ones specifically because they died, but, but the other But what ones. I'm saying is it's not like you were inventing descriptors. That Those descriptors no, no, no. were... Yeah, yeah. They were brown. They were stinky. <sighs> anyway, Underwater Aliens. <laughs> There's a very lit book by Brad and Sherry Steiger. I think we've probably talked about Brad Steiger at some point before on the show. That sounds like a name I've heard. The book is called Real Encounters, Different Dimensions, and Otherworldly Beings. Uh, okay. And they, in that book, describe some happenings in, like literally in Lake Baikal, in the 1980s. Were so, they there? Were they in Lake Baikal? No, dude. These 
come on, you know how this goes. <laughs> <laughs> they heard, they read a book where someone else had read a book about a story that someone told somebody that they told somebody sure. about some made up people. And now we're talking about, it. you know, how the, you know, perfect. Yeah. Nailed it. Uh, in the summer of 82, the military diver service of the engineer forces of the ministry of defense, USSR. Damn. That is official AF. Which, as far as I can tell, is like uh, Soviet Navy divers. Okay. Maybe along the lines of... Um, Navy SEALs? Yeah, something like that. Sure. They were I'll doing. They were doing some training of or with their reconnaiss- reconnaissance divers. I can see Baikal being a good place for that. You need a ocean-like body of water. You got to go deep, go far. So the initial training actually took place in Issyk Coal Lake. I-S-S-I-K-K-U-L. It's a cold lake, bro. <laughs> it's very deep. It's a cold lake. I'm not taking it back. That was good. I don't <laughs> that was, care. Uh, that was great. <laughs> uh, the, they... <laughs> He's like, how do I come back from that shit? I'm still laughing at it. <laughs> they were doing this training supervised by Major General V. Demyanko. Okay. And this guy tells them about something that had, he claims, happened in Lake Baikal a few years prior. Okay. So wait, so they're training with people who had already been like doing activities in the lake? So it's a, it, there's one more layer to this convoluted origin point of this story. Okay. I'm here for it. The story comes from the divers, uh, allegedly. Yes. Who were warned by this general about this thing that happened previously. Sure. Okay. So Got the it. story goes, they're diving in Lake Baikal, and they encounter a group of 10-foot-tall, human-like divers. At a depth of, they're at a depth of about 160 feet when they see these people. It's too deep, bud. They were, I mean, that's not shit to the dude we were talking about last week. He had like 700 more feet to go. Crazy face. These mysterious divers were clothed in tight-fitting silver, like, reflective suits and had no scuba gear, just a sphere-shaped helmet over their head. It was a bucket. Like if you, you no, like (laughs) if you took a fishbowl and just, boop. It over your head. I mean, that's what a lot of the olden days, you know. But it wasn't connected to anything. No, I know. I'm just saying that the headpiece itself was what a lot of the olden yeah. days scuba gear kind of looked like. Um, this was alarming. <laughs> you don't say, <laughs> says Brad. You d- and the <laughs> says Brad. And the commander ordered a separate team of seven divers to go capture one of these creatures with a net. Very advanced techniques here. Fuck you. You seven, take this net and capture the 10 foot tall aliens. Hey, captain, guess what I'm not paid to do here? <laughs> go capture aliens with Fuck a net. No. You fucking go do it. Face your fears, son. So these seven guys pursue one of the creatures. And when they attempt to, they get close to it. And when they try and get their net over it, they're blown out of the water. Like... Up to the surface and then well above the surface, and then they smack back down onto the surface of the lake. This is not a colloquialism. They were not blown away. They were literally blown away. Correct. We out of here! (laughs) (laughs) 
the men were quickly placed into... Dude, I'm just envisioning all of them hearing that sound effect milliseconds before just getting energy blasted out of the bottom of this fucking lake. So they get blown up into the air and back onto the surface of the lake. And they are rushed into decompression chambers because... Yeah, that's supposed to be real bad for you. Yeah, if you you get the bends, like our guy whose name I already forgot from last week. If you come up too quickly, your body can't adjust and all sorts of terrible things happen to you. Doesn't it have something to do with like the compression in your blood cells and shit like that? Well, your whole body gets compressed by the pressure of descending to depths of... They were at 160-some feet. Yeah. Uh, Our other homie was at 800-something. And so you have to get... You have to surface very slowly to allow your body to readjust to each level of uh pressurization and depressurization damn that's so crazy gas dissolved gases coming out of solution into bubbles inside the body that occurred during depressurization okay so your body like naturally secretes gas as it's being like pressurized and then unpressurized that's, that's the fatal potentially fatal part is that happening yeah because i think the the speed part is your body can naturally process it but it needs to process it slowly if you get shot out in a second all of that gas we here! yeah all that gas just lands in your body in your bloodstream at once being released. <laughs> got it got it um so three of these guys died oh and the other four had like permanent significant injuries as a result damn so says brad so says brad damn three alien deaths well not alien deaths human deaths at the hands three of aliens. alien induced deaths alien induced deaths so okay question how do we know they're aliens well seem more like giants honestly right I think it's because there are... I know that wasn't your question. I'm answering my own question. Yeah, yeah, It's considered a dick move in bird culture. <laughs> <laughs> there are lots of UFO sightings and USO sightings in the area, so I think that's been the connection over the years. What was your actual question? Uh, unidentified submerged object, Correct. for those of you who are unindoctrinated. Uh, my, my actual question was, is it just... I mean, anything that you would find that has some sort of wild-ass technology that goes beyond our limits and is uh, not our same size, like you just immediately go, not from this planet because we've never seen you before. I mean... I'm not I've, saying I've they're wor- right. I've heard worse assumptions made. Right. About made-up stories. That would be <laughs> that would be also <laughs> my assumption made about this made-up story as well. Wait, so that wasn't a question. Uh, no, I guess I was just wondering, like what, like, what was it that made them think that they were Oh, aliens? I did actually guess your question. And then I was sort of... Sick. Yeah, yeah. I mean, okay. that's it was that, and then it, the other question I had was, uh, was there any sort of semblance of structure around what they were doing, or why they were there, or... The aliens? Yeah, I mean, were they just, mm, like, playing... I think they lived down there. But, like, were they just playing underwater badminton, or were they, like, what were they doing? Just out for a stroll? A swim, I think. <laughs> Not if you live underwater, they call it a stroll. Is it? Yeah. All right. I can get behind that. Um, I'd say they're out for a, a walk if they leave the ocean. Okay. So they're just like chilling yeah. and this is their living room their because house. they live in Lake Baikal yeah. and some humans that they had never seen before came down and entered their house. Yeah, very rude. And they had a very large- And tried to throw a net over them. Fuck you! And yeah. just shot them out of the yeah. lake. Hadouken them back up to the surface. All right. I mean, you, you, I'm not you mad live up at there, them. We it's, live down here. They've earned it. Yeah. It's their fault. Somebody came into your house and threw a net over you. 
I'd be, probably try and be pretty pissed too. Get them the fuck from around you. So what did this diving crew do with this information about? Well, this? most of them died. No, no, no. Because isn't that story the one that was being told to the other oh. diving crew? Oh yeah. Well, come on, Ryan. We don't. That part of the story was just to make it sound believable. We don't get any follow up information or names or anything. I thought I was gonna get a. They, and no, then the diving crew got warned about these. Who got warned about these terrible things went down, and they saw. That was just, a, it, it was a different lake. Major General guy thought maybe all big Russian lakes had UFOs and aliens in them. Wait, was it really a separate lake? Yeah. Oh, well, I, how did I miss that detail? So he, Major General guy, knew about this Baikal incident, right? Yes. He goes to another similar dive diving exercise. Got at it. another big lake, and he's like, hey, was like, just... FYI, fucked up shit happens at the bottom of these if big things. If you see some tall silver guys down there, don't mess with them. They're going to blow be. you out of the yeah. water, literally. Yeah, and they were safe because of his warning, or because, you know, aliens aren't real and they don't live underwater. <laughs> also this. Maybe more so this. <laughs> but either way, they were safe. So, happy ending. I mean, I guess. Except for the three that got murdered by I was going to say, I guess. Giant underwater that's aliens. A, that's a, um, a broad statement. Wouldn't you think if you lived... At a very deep point underwater, that you would probably be shorter rather than taller. Um, no. Wouldn't it be like living in really intense gravity? You you have like a lot of pressure on your body. How would you get to be ten feet tall? I mean, the largest animal on the planet is in the ocean. Hmm. Many hmm. of the largest ones. You know what? It's <laughs> a good point. Thanks. <laughs> Giant squids, orcas, humpback whales. Blue whales are the biggest blue whales. fuckers, aren't they? Of all time? All time yeah. biggest animal? Did we decide that blue whales and humpback whales are the same thing, or is that a different thing? I never decided that. Mm, I feel like we talked about that once. It's Please possible. hold. I don't think they are. Kay. They have different names, so I, I would imply that they're not. No, I agree. Aren't, I just thought for some reason... Yeah, no, they are the same thing. We did talk about this because blue whales are a family of whales and humpback is part of that family. So blue whales are the fin whale, uh, bride's whale, the sea whale, the minky whale, and the humpback whale. The the what whale? The minky? The minkus? M-I-N-K-E. That's a cute name. I want to say minky. So blue whale is like the the name for all of those whales. Okay. Um, So the reason that there are aliens living in Lake Baikal is because it's full of UFOs. And in, in 1990, um, Olga Fedorova, Olga Fedorova recalled seeing, uh, I guess a UFO. She says, quote, at some moment, everything turned yellow. My daughter came home from school. At some moment, everything turned yellow. I, I have daughter come home from school and she lifted into the sky. I looked and her <laughs> face was yellow. Okay. That's not Va- a UFO at all. That's called jaundice. <laughs> Vas- you <laughs> you should, should go to a doctor. You should feed your daughter better. Vasily Timofeev, T-I-M-O-F-E-E-V, Timofeev, Sick. Vasily Timofeev, um, said he saw a flying saucer about 30 meters in diameter, shining brightly. Margarita Tsibikova said from this dish came down people in shiny shimmering costumes. Oh, it's the same buddies. They were people as far as I remember, three people in shining yellow suits. Oh, that's not silver. Seems there were people, yes. That's an actual quote. 
Seems there were people, yes. Um, another woman, Marina Zimriva, says she also saw this. It was some sort of circle, it can be said. It was like a disc turned on its edge, and, well, there were windows visible. Okay. I personally decided for myself that they were people. They, <laughs> they had some human image. They were the same straight, slender, with arms and legs, and their gait was the same as ours. A little lower down there were three in orange suits. They went down from the disc like a man... There were steps very visible. I really like and have now decided to use the phrase, I decided for myself that they were people. Like, I'm just going to be like, hey, about anything that I need to just change I a little for myself. bit. I decided for myself that this is no longer that thing that it was. <laughs> um, so this was near, but not like physically in Lake Baikal. However, there are stories about actual weird things living in Lake Baikal. Uh-oh. Va- Ooh, this one's tough. Vyacheslav Lavaritich. Should we just have an uh, entire episode It's that's just you reading, like... Absolutely not. <laughs> reading foreign nope. uh, names? Mm-mm. Uh, that dude saw a huge glowing disc fly or surface on Lake Baikal and then leave the water and fly up into the sky. Okay. He said it blinded us and for a second flew into the sky. I think he means in a second flew up into the sky. We did not even have time to grab any cameras or take video, although many of us saw it. It was huge and it lit up our whole yacht. It was probably five to 700 meters in diameter, a huge disc. Jesus. That's a huge disc. <laughs> For three minutes, it shone from below the surface and then abruptly departed in a second. So he saw it glowing underwater for three minutes and then in a second surfaced and shot up into the sky. I wonder if that's, I know it's not steady here, but I wonder if that's like, did they see it as a light that was started very small as in like a rising was from the surfacing. very bottom yeah. until it broke the surface or if it was just sort of hovering under the surface and I mean, this didn't yeah. happen. So, well, <laughs> I mean, this part's more believable than the 10 foot tall aliens. That's real. In 1977, there was a submersible doing some sort of scientific research in the lake at a depth of 1,200 meters, or roughly 3,600 feet for our American friends. And at that depth, it's like completely dark. You need lights on your submersible to be able to see where you are and what you're doing. That's fucking scary. At one point, the spotlight on this submersible turned off, and they were in complete darkness. Nope. When suddenly a bright spotlight shone upon the submersible from some outside source. Nope. The blindingly bright light reportedly remained fixed on it for several seconds before flickering out and once again leaving the sub in total darkness. That sounds horrifying. So there's That some... sounds like a true worst nightmare for me. Well, being in that thing already sounds pretty miserable. Oh, I don't think I would ever want to be in a submarine. A submarine sounds... I don't know if this one was... I guess it must have been manned, or else they saw this on cameras, or I'm not exactly... Seems like manned is probably the... Yeah. 
Dude, being on a submarine just sounds awful. Small, cramped. I could maybe do it for like an hour. I can't imagine people who are I'd have like to be, stationed on them. Yeah, I'd have to be medicated for sure. There's no <laughs> way, dude. There's no what, way. What would be your submersible medication, self-medication of choice? I think I would just like... Valium? Uh, no, I would just like take a Nuv Xanax to be unconscious for us. Like, that doesn't count. Doesn't it? <laughs> Being unconscious the whole time? No. I mean, I'm... I'm trying to get through the experience, not sedate the experience, so I can mm. be like, "Cool guys, you want to play cards?" <laughs> like, I'm not. You're just like full anesthetic, or yeah, anesthesia. Yeah, you put, just want to be actually unconscious. Put me out. I mean, I don't know that, or I, I mean, put me out, coach. <laughs> yes, I'm ready to sleep. I'm ready to sleep on a sub <laughs> in the lake. I, I, I My couldn't do it. My name's Ryan. I don't remember where the melody goes after that. <laughs> it gets lower, but I don't think it just keeps going. Is that a me freestyle? Is that what that was? It's that one song. No, I, I'm aware. I'm aware. <laughs> you know, that yeah. one. Yeah, I'm aware. I'm aware. All right, I saw where you, you were going. You want to talk about your ice circles? Um, didn't you have, did you have now another one? Now that we've established the aliens are making them. Did you have another one? Uh, I don't know. Did I say three things? Oh, lake monsters. They got lake monsters. Oh, let's talk about that. We might as well. They got LucidCon, a.k.a. Usan LobsonCon. Yes. Which translates roughly to Water Dragon Master. So this is what I mean by like... The list? Yeah, Water Dragon Master is pretty good. This is what I mean by... I meant LucidCon. Oh. Just kidding. Well, L-U-C-I-D. Con as in like con man. Mm. Could work. We'll, been, we'll workshop it. Yeah. Uh, this is what I mean by like the true folk, folklore piece being like they have their own equivalent of Nessie, right? Yeah. And is that like essentially it. what this is? Yeah. I mean, most big bodies of water have some sort of sea monster lore. Right. Especially ones that have been uh, inhabited for a long time. Right. Been around for 30 million years and isolated for all of it. Dude, there's got to be... Sorry, we're going to take a quick derail. There has to be so much shit in that fucking lake that we have not even come close to discovering. Well, I mean, there are 3,000 species that only live there, and that's of the ones that have been discovered. I'm sure they're still discovering new species in there. I mean, how... I don't know what the, like, technical capabilities are of, you know, radar equipment or surveying, but there's no way that they've got a perfect topographic map of that entire bottom. And they've done like well, a true species survey at some of the depths that they've, they would have to do those. De- I mean, think about how, if, how deep did you say it was when it was pitch black? Uh, that was at 1200 meters slash 3,600 feet, 3,600 feet. So if there Ish. are many and it's dark, it's gotta be dark before you get that deep. I would think so. I don't know how deep, light can penetrate into water but i don't either i'm just trying to say like there has to be so much of that lake that is so deep and so cold and so dark that to even be able to try to hunt down a school of fish or deep water whatever like how how would you do that you just send a little fucking fucking submarine that just goes back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. No, I don't think that's how you do at it. At different levels and heights. No, I don't think that would be the strategy. How? What is the strategy? I don't know, but even crazier than the... He's like, I don't know, but that's not well, it. Well, I, I wanted to go back to something you said for a second. Okay. Uh, 
below so the the lake is roughly a mile deep at the deepest point but there's since it's so old there's so much sediment at the bottom of it there are, there's 4.3 miles of sediment built up at the bottom of the lake oh i just got the ickies so there's another that's so 400% of the depth of the water of sediment yeah, it's just below like it muddy sandy yeah like decomposing organic stuff from everything that's lived in there for 30 million years. How do they know that? Um, I don't know. I mean, they've reached the bottom of it. Maybe like you can take a core of it or like drill down into it. I mean, they've gone down a mile and then drilled four more miles. That can't be real. I don't know. Why not? That doesn't sound possible. Um, can we get a drilling expert who can tell us more about it? There's no way. Okay, here we go. Japanese studies of deep drilling core sediments in the 90s provided a detailed record of climac- climatic variation over the past 6.7 million years. Jesus. Longer and deeper sediment cores are expected in the near future. Okay, so they they got a certain depth, but didn't go all the and way then down. Estimated the rest, I guess. Over time, how much sediment? Yeah, okay. If you go down X distance and are pulling stuff up that's X years old, and you know it's been there for X amount of years, and it's this type you can of extrapolate sediment. that it's four point three miles. Apparently, that's fucking crazy. How many things live just like in that sediment? Is that a thing? Can things do that? Mm-hmm. I don't fucking. Anything that lives that far underwater just doesn't make sense to me. It's, Anything that can live in total darkness for 100% of its life is weird. Yes. Yes. It makes no sense. And at like such extreme pressures. Yes. Like what, how differently do you have to be made up to survive? I mean, what's the pressure per square inch at a mile of water? A, a bunch, <laughs> too, a whole, too much, too many's. Uh, anyway, they got a lake monster. I don't know why we got onto sediment. I derailed us. By, oh, because there's, I'm sure there's weird shit living in there. So yeah, obviously I've, you're gonna you're gonna have stories about big lizards, right? And I derailed us by like just saying that it's got to be impossible to truly document every species and every location. Yeah, I'm sure they're still and, discovering stuff. Yeah. No big lizard so far, but there's the water dragon master who is allegedly a giant lizard with claws and an armored plating running along its back. So like a, uh, was that one dinosaur that was supposed to have that? Mm, The Ankylosaurus? Maybe. I don't know my dinos very well. I do. Do you remember Dino Park Tycoon? Nope. Oh man, that game was so fun. What in the fuck is that? It was like, uh, it, it was like, um... Do you remember like Roller Coaster Tycoon? I've heard of it. I never played it. It was like Roller Coaster Tycoon. It was oh, like a Sim style game, but it was with dinosaurs. So you got like awarded Jurassic a, Park. Basically, you got awarded a, a bank loan at the beginning of it, and then you had to build a theme park and like hatch dinosaurs and upgrade your fences See, and get was, concession stands and make more money so you can buy more dinosaurs. It was Sim City Jurassic Park. Yes, correct. Okay. Yeah, that uh, sounds pretty cool. This is what I was asking if you were thinking of. Oh, no. What was the one that had, like, the big ridges on its back? A stegosaurus? Maybe. Okay. I don't know. Whatever. 
The one with like the <laughs> granite countertop slabs coming out of its back. That's definitely a stegosaurus, yeah, okay. and I'll pull it up right now so that you know that I'm right about my dinos in both situations. What's interesting about this specific um, sea slash lake monster is that it shows up in extremely old petroglyphs along cliffs. Yeah, that guy. Yep. Yeah, nailed that's, it. That's my guy. There are drawings of this giant lizard with claws and granite countertop back in water carved into the side of cliffs along the lake. That's that kind of cool. are extremely old. Um, there's, yeah, so one of these has been dated to somewhere between the 3rd and 9th century BC. So that's two to 3,000-ish years old. Yeah, we'll say it again. 9th century BC? 3rd to 9th, so it's a pretty third big range. 3rd to 9th, got it. So As old as 3,000 years old. Yeah. Um... It shows a large lizard-like creature with a forked tongue, claws, and plate-like armor along its back, standing upright but submerged in water. So, like, fully submerged but standing upright on something? I'm pretty sure that's how Godzilla gets from place to place. It basically just, is Godzilla, I yes. mean... Um, so, there are rumors that that thing is still... is real and is still hanging out in the lake. That sounds fucking dope. I believe them. I believe the lizard more than anything else. I'm sure there's some wild shit at the bottom of that lake. There has to be. It might be Godzilla. There has to be. All right. Let's close with the alien lake crop circles. The crop circles are maybe the least far out, but the most real. Uh, There are... So they started um, catching, I don't know what the fame, if you will... Uh, when NASA released satellite photos, uh, both in 1985 and 1994, uh, of these giant, they looked like, well, perfect circles that are, you can see the water around the edge of the circle. So it's almost like they've been like cut out in the center of the lake. Does that make sense? So not like the circle itself is not fully missing. It's like a circle was cut around, separated from the ice around it. As in it's like cut through to the water? Cut through to the water. Oh. In the lake. Okay. It's, it's not like on top of the of the ice. It's like cut through to the water. Hmm. Okay. The So the center is, there's like a, a circle just floating in the center, separate correct. from the rest of it? Correct. And the huh. diameter of that circle is 2.7 miles. Okay. So it's humongous. Mm-hmm. And if you look at the photos, which you can find online, they are, I mean, they're, they're definitely circular. Like they're... This one you can see is um, is more like a, it's like a moon shape, mm-hmm. but it's a circle and you can see down like basically to the water and all those places. The ice breaks up so, around these giant circles. That one is actually from 2009. That's not one of the older ones. Go ahead. You that's actually, your question. Well, that's actually all the way through to the water. So that, that center thing that you showed me is just floating free. That's just a... Um, I don't know if that specific one is... 
But because uh, mine, I thought it was more like a circle in the snow on top of the ice, but it's actually all the way through the surface of the ice. Yeah, it melts through the ice. Hmm. But that center thing doesn't break up. No, the the ice around it does, but this I think they eventually do. But a lot of the photos we've seen are these like relatively perfect circles. Huh. Now, what they say is that there is a Who's natural. They, Ryan? they, the Russian government, the Russian Ministry of Natural Resources. Okay, actually, uh, uh, they say R and R. Yeah, right. Um, that there are high emissions of methane. That come out of the base of the lake. A lot of aliens farting down there. That's, that's too many. And they're big aliens, too. <laughs> exactly. So they got big farts. Big stinky aliens. Um, Killing the, people. The rift in the Earth's core is actually breaking gas from Earth's mantle. The aliens are fracking it, bud. And, yeah, right? And allowing to come, it to come up through the bottom of the lake. And apparently there's a natural phenomenon where in those like gas bubble? bubbles, mm. they... They, it, it's many, many very small bubbles actually swirl in like a tornado-like shape as they emit from the bottom. And, and so and they're warm enough to melt through the ice? And it's warm enough over time to continue swirling up and swirling up and swirling up. And that doesn't and, disperse when it hits the bottom of the, the ice? So the way that I understand it is if you think about the way that a tornado is, a tornado is like conical in shape mm -hmm. so there is an empty basically gap right. at the top center of a tornado but i'm so thinking I'm, when it hits the ice at the surface or on the the underneath of the ice yes it would the heat would be like dispersed across that surface and it is slightly like when you see the photos it's not like a perfect it's not a perfect, you know, three-inch cut or anything like that like it is it is it is slightly dispersed i, I suppose we're looking at Photos of something very large from a great distance. Yes. But um, but they say that that is essentially what causes this to happen, and it's a natural phenomenon that happens in multiple places in the lake uh, multiple times a year. But when you see it from fucking space, it looks super abnormal because we're not used to seeing that type of geometry in nature. Is that how they were first observed? Yes. Like satellite photos or something? Satellite photos going over Russia in the late 80s and early 90s started noticing these circles. Crazy. Um, but now, actually, the government is uh, warning that, especially in summer and fall, there's a huge risk to ships that cross Lake Baikal because there's enough methane mm. to make the water uh, less dense and boats can actually sink... Hmm. down into it uh and that actually makes a ton of sense for capsize there are a lot of stories about disappearing ships also yeah so maybe those two are connected could for sure be part of it um and one of the more famous ship dip ship disappearances yep talks about a a weird like localized fog whoa interesting which could be the result of yeah, if you've got differences in water if you've got hot gas going like all the way up to the surface, yeah, you know, and melting ice huh. and stuff like that, we may have actually like sort of figured something out for once. Holy friggin' <laughs> shit, buddy! Good job. <laughs> we've gotten we've gotten a compliment. That's extremely rare around here. It sure is. All right, friend. Well, I think we did it. I think we did it. We went deep. 
into the deep, <laughs> deep, deep dark lake. Um, that's it, man. Uh, thanks everybody for listening to the show. Uh, thanks to Althex and anybody else who joins uh, joins the Patreon. We really appreciate y'all, appreciate y'all supporting the show. It means a lot. Seriously, uh, it's just five bucks a month, and you get access to, like we said, like 65, 70 episodes over there now. Uh, plus the second one every single week, and it comes through in your podcast player just like this one. So, pretty cool opportunity. Go do that. Uh, we've also got a Facebook group that everybody uh, messes around in and posts memes of aliens and talk shit, trash? and we crack jokes about uh, about episodes and shit in there. It's not trash. The 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 group is very great. I apologize. You can uh, leave us an iTunes review that helps the show out a lot. We'd love it if you did. Come follow us on social media. It's at What If Pod all over the place. We be posting goofy shit, dad dogs, ghost blog photos. You know the deal. Uh, go buy a t-shirt. Shop.whatifpodcast.com.